So, hello. Um, my very first podcast. And it's probably going to be brutal. Um, but anyone who listens to this or gives me feedback, that'd be wonderful. Bit of a learning curve for me. I am at One Irish Patriot on Gab. And I am Jess. I'm in Ireland. And I just want to give a quick disclaimer about what I do. Um, what it is and what it isn't and then I'll go into what my podcast is going to talk about. Um, I'm in the country, you might hear some cows and noise but enough about that. Uh, I use a pendulum to do dowsing and this kind of came up on me unawares. I would say I have the searching heart like a lot of people wanting to know what in the world is going on here on earth and I uh, actually it was a YouTube channel uh, where the lady on it doused with the pendulum she used a chart and she wanted to connect with her higher self and I put that in little quotation marks and very much the sort of information or feedback she got was uh, interesting um, but I wanted to try it. So uh, this is my disclaimer. Uh, my long-winded disclaimer is that I use the pendulum to douse, but I only douse in utter silence. Okay. It is, I suppose, I don't like using the word telepathic because from later on my discussions, tele- telepathy is not naturally divine it's not a natural divine gift but I'll go into that later on but there is we do all have a connection to a source a connection to the spirit uh, the holy spirit our divine creator and this is who I wanted to reach out to okay like I want to go straight to the horse's mouth <clears throat> not my higher self not not spirit guides not anything other than the source of my existence so that's where I went with the pendulum so when I ask my yes and no questions I always ask first that uh, the will of the living spirit is done when I am beginning my dousing and I ask that the living spirit helps with my imagination with the light in my mind with my ability to understand right from wrong my uh, uh, and to help me with my questions so that I can that I continue to ask questions yes and no questions until I get to the bottom of the subject matter I'm talking about that it excuse me that it the subject matter that I'm speaking about either becomes you know reliable in that it could be so I'm not claiming that these are absolute divine truths but that my questions would also continue so that I would uncover why something is less reliable uh, illogical unreasonable and therefore kind of I guess discard it just don't think about it now Excuse me, I'm not used to just talking like this. Um, Now, when I ask um, the yes-no questions, I become tired because I am trying to ask questions that don't begin with a yes-no option. So I'm thinking all the time, how am I going to get this information with a yes-no question? 
So when you, when I, you strengthen your ability when you start thinking like this, but when I use the pendulum and I ask my yes, no question, uh, when it's, uh, yes, it goes to the right. And when it's no, it goes to the left. And that's just the way it is with me. I sit in a chair. I have my arms comfortable by my side and I hold the pendulum in my right hand. It's a little amethyst pendulum. And I simply hold it between my thumb and my my first finger and I get into a comfortable position and I begin to ask inside my heart. And there you go. It starts moving. And my questions, I guess it just depends on the individual what you're asking. But I want to ask about our origins, about why we're here, what in the world is going on, what happened about Q, um, is all about Q and really all about where we are on this timeline, what is going on. So I'd like to begin at the very, very beginning, and that is in Eden. And this is, no, this information is, the way I present it and talk about it, it's going to be, I guess, like a, a, I don't know, a docu-story or something. But what I'm talking about is from all my yes, no questions, and me putting it into sort of like a form, a, a story, I suppose. So to give you an example, I would say, this is me quietly now with the pendulum. I would say living spirit. Uh, do we, were we in, were we in Eden before we came here? Did we exist before we came here? And the pendulum would turn right. Okay. And I would say, well, were we, did we exist and live in Eden for a long time? And the pendulum would turn right. And then I would ask, well, did we, did we come to earth and the pendulum would turn right so there we go I I would say there was a time when we were we existed in Eden before we came to earth and this is what happened so you can see that from my answers I'm building up a story Um, please understand that from using the douse for quite a while now what I'm beginning to understand is that we are in contaminated infected by some um, AI interference, okay? And the AI interference from what I'm gathering is within our DNA. And, you know, that's not a that's not a far stretch when we start to understand that DNA is some kind of coding, which has been loosely talked about, often talked about in scientific terms. But if we stretch our imaginations a bit and consider that it, it could possibly be Uh, non-divine technology that's inside us and that it is a type of AI well this would explain for me where negative uh, feedback or interference comes when I use the dowsing and this is where my questions I try to keep questioning so that I, I can get to the bottom of what I'm talking about and also expose the ridiculousness of some of the confirmations and discard them so please bear with me because This is information that is not from my imagination. It's not from the way I think. This is information I'm getting from out, sort of within my heart, but it's outside of my capacity. It's outside of my uh, way of thinking, my understanding of the universe, my understanding of how I exist. And there might be errors in there. There might, it might be incorrect, basically. So there you go, might be incorrect. So take it with a pinch of salt. If, if your own logic an objective reasoning uh you know that you're kind of like wow that that would make sense that actually is logical well then you know what hold on to that 
And if it's like you're listening to it and your objective reasoning and, and listening to it, this is discernment, by the way. It's not your feeling. Do not go by your feelings. Do not go by like, oh, yeah, this resonates with me. Your resonation <clears throat> does not prove anything is truth. It just means you vibe with it because it, it, it feels good. You're, you're connecting with what's being said. It does not make it truth. What helps you discern right from wrong, um, holy from unholy, evil from truth is your ability, your, your built-in ability to discriminate, discern what is right, what is wrong, why is something right, why is something wrong, and so on and so on. <coughs> Excuse me. Right. So Eden, this is sort of the beginning. This is maybe from what I gather, this event, this age of evil began about 150,000 years ago, no more. And what happened was that we did pre-exist in Eden. We were born of our parents in Eden. Um, oh no, I don't know how to start this. Okay, I will start with how we are the children of Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve are the physical, the physical of the spirit. They are the absolute in physical form within Eden. And they, they were, are the physical form in the 12th dimension. And they traversed through their own free will. And they are full spirit and they are fully human. And the full spirit is absolute consciousness. It remains all the time in the 12th dimension. But the spirit also became physical for us to relate to, for us to talk to, for us to engage with later on. We are divine beings. And they, the spirit, Adam and Eve, in physical, dwelled in the 12th dimension and had children. Not only that, they descended down into the 11th, the 10th, the 9th, eighth the seventh the sixth the fifth dimension and within all the dimensions that they descended into they remained for quite some time and they had children human children <clears throat> now there were other beings in the twelfth down to the fifth and they were what the only word I can think of and the only way I understand it is I've asked is it like they were like the tall whites or what I would understand is as um, the other that are here, like angels. And the confirmation is consistently yes. And I would say, is there another word for them? And the confirmation would be consistently yes. And I would ask, would I know? And it's like, no, I don't. <clears throat> so I've asked, is it okay to use so that I understand who I'm talking about? Like they're not human, but they are divine. Can I use the word um, tall whites or angels? And the confirmation is yes. But just to understand that they're not angels in the biblical sense, because angel is messenger, and this is not the case in this context. So they are the other to us that exist there, and they are as divine as us, um, as special and as unique as us. But they were formed; they they came to be through the ether in the twelfth dimension. Um, they were formed like the ether. Um, 
they were divinely created within the ether. They weren't created, the first ones weren't created in a womb. Um, neither were Adam and Eve created in a womb. They were created within this, the ether that is within the spirit. And they were formed physically, like legs, arms, you know, hair, teeth, eyes, but in, in the 12th dimensional way. And they, they, um, uh, what am I going to say now? They, they had children because they are twi a twin. They are the spirit twin flame. They are the divine twin flame union. And forgetting about the, the tall whites of the beans, they, they were twin flame as well. Anything that is physical and has a body um, and is human or angel has a twin flame counterpart. And that's just absolute divine, harmonious creation. Every, every living creature, and we see a bit of it here, um, <clears throat> but I'm talking about in Eden now, every living creature has a divine counterpart. And we see bits of that here. We see creatures that have their divine counterpart. And if they lose their divine, or they lose their counterpart, they no longer have another counterpart. Pigeons, you know, like they're always in pairs and doves and then they lose one and they, they remain on their own or whatever. But I'm rambling. So Adam and Eve descend. They had their children. And also from the 12th, these angelic tall whites descended also and also had their children. And when they have children and when Adam and Eve would have children, they would have a, a twin pair. They would give birth to a divine uh, twin flame and it would be male and female and they are not sibling and um, they are absolutely unique separate um, <clears throat> whole and complete sovereign individuals but they were created within the womb um, with their divine counterpart and this is we are all part of a divine twin flame union that um when we later on came here to earth was we were viciously separated from through technology and we've had various memory wipes and everything else so this is it this is in an age that we none of us remember or know about okay um or not know in an age that none of us can recall and this is the picture i'm building up from the dowsing so when adam and eve descended like they had they would live for aeons epochs of time in each dimension experiencing each dimension for all its differences what it can and cannot do and they would have children and same with the angelic uh, twin flame union they had their children and those children born within those dimensions were say like they weren't 12th dimensional beings born in the 11th dimension when Adam and Eve descended into the 11th and had their children there those children were 11th dimensional beings and the same with the tall whites and these dimensions became full of divine twin flame children um, of Adam and Eve and of the tall whites and they this became part of their this this how they I guess populated and filled Eden with and this this is eternal. This has been going on for all eternity. There, I can't give you a time. I can't give you how many divine beings live within these dimensions. But they descended to the fifth and they gave birth to children and those children gave birth to children and those children gave birth to other divine twin flames. And the divine twin, the, each divine twin flame 
is, um, you know, they would grow up, I guess, they, they, from what I understand, they grow up like best friends, but there's no, there's no intimacy, there's no, like, they don't fancy each other at 10 and 11, they're just like friends playing around, very close, kind of inseparable, they're learning, they're growing up, they're with their friends, they're with their family, and then when they sort of come into puberty, yeah, really, like, like our life here on earth is very much a, a really contaminated um, and bastardized of what we do in Eden. Like Eden is not this crazy, uh, incomprehensible place. It's actually more like here than we realize or here is more like there than we realize. So the children grow up, they go through puberty, and that's when they they actually fall profoundly and deeply in love with their counterpart. And it is unstoppable, it is unbreakable, it is never ending. Like from my from what I understand, that feeling of being, you know, when you like fall crushingly mad in love, um, that euphoric, profound uh spiritual thing that happens to some people well that's it that's it with your twin flame but it's for all eternity it never ends ever 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 never ends it actually gets deeper and stronger and deeper and stronger but anyway and eventually when you when you're in adulthood you there is a union between you and you begin to have children they grow up they have children there are periods of time where you don't have children and you go off and you do lots of other things and then you return to having children and then the from what i understand is those that are born in the fifth dimension eventually move up the dimensions and um from what I understand is that uh, we move up dimensions within epochs and aeons of time, having children in other dimensions, and and it, and it continues. I don't have uh, an answer how that sort of, and maybe I don't have an answer because maybe when I asked, it was just like a continuation of up and down and up we go and down we go. I don't know. I, I need I need to sort of go back into that. I'm only, I'm remembering because I was trying to think, will I read out what I've written on, on my post on Gab? And I thought, no, I can't. I can't just read through them all. I'll talk and you can go to my uh, one at One Irish Patriot on Gab and you can see my post there as well. So we existed, we pre-existed in Eden. And these, the other, the other that were there, say like the, the tall whites, they look very different to us. We, we are the children of Adam and Eve and the tall whites are, they look similar, but they're not quite like us. And when I asked if there was like anything I could kind of, um, uh, you know, reference point, I guess it's like in Hellboy and, um, in, uh, what you call it? The vampire um you know inter- I know what not interview with a vampire but um with Edward and all of that in it you remember vamp- anyway that vampire that really snow white deathly white skin and white hair um kind of similar to that but very very beautiful like and th- from what I understand the tall whites are <clears throat> they're creators of uh, extreme technology 
extreme, unbelievable supernatural technology. Whereas, <coughs> excuse me, the children of Adam and Eve are creators of beautiful things to fill Eden with, you know, not and how we create is through the ether and the ether is a substance from the living spirit and it, it acts like I suppose we would think it's like magical but we would materialize things just by asking and like for instance I would I would want to materialize maybe some some type of uh, I don't know Prussian blue silk to work with and Prussian blue silk would materialize on the table and I would um, you know work with that to weave something or make something and I could um, ask the living spirit or ask, with the ether I would say well I'd like some red to add into this Prussian blue and I would have red twine and I would work through the Prussian blue and I'd make this beautiful garment okay so that that the idea is that the children of Adam and Eve create incredibly incredibly beautiful things to fill Eden with and that the tall whites are incredibly uh, gifted with technology, supernatural, divine technology, right? So, um, and we are not magical. The magical substance isn't within us. It's the ether around us that we can use as the children of the divine. And you know, the tall whites are the children of the divine as well. It just so happens that many of us were born actually in the womb of Eve. Not all of us, but some. Some were and some weren't. But then we are all absolute children of the divine. Not one of us is loved more than the other. Not one of us is less than the other. Each and every one of us is profoundly loved by the divine. And we are all, uh, we are all the same to the spirit in terms of love and how much the spirit loves each and every one of us. So the... Um, what happened was these beings there was a group of them actually it was the main one were twi a twin flame union from the 12th dimension so as I understand it the higher up the dimension is the higher knowledge you have you have a tremendous amount more knowledge so somebody from the 12th dimension a being from the 12th dimension where the spirit kind of dwells but the spirit is everywhere Right, so this is hard to understand for me, but from what I understand, the spirit, the spirit that is not in human form, the spirit dwells within the 12th dimension, within all dimensions, within everywhere. Okay, now as I understand it, the spirit doesn't live inside me, I have my own spirit that comes from the living spirit, and my spirit is absolutely mine. The spirit will never rescind what it has given you so my spirit belongs to me it is who I am and I can communicate with the source with absolute because I have my spirit is connected to the spirit but I I am not say like a version of the Holy Spirit here on earth having an experience I'm not like you know when I meet my husband or when I meet somebody on the street oh you know you've met yourself which is this new age teaching you meet yourself wherever you go it's it's the spirit on earth having a, a, an experience and um, this is apparently not the case when I'm dousing the the confirmations I get is that that is absolutely untrue and it is not correct that every single one of us has our own spirit and we we 
we got our spirit from the spirit and your spirit belongs to you you are whole intact sovereign conscious being and your consciousness is yours it's not blended or shared with anyone else and shouldn't be and that is not part of the divine nature and order of things when our consciousness has been split and we share it with other people and there's telepathy and all this stuff going on that was not from the divine that is interference that is according to the dowsing that is evil technology that is being used to track us and keep an eye on us basically i'll go into that another day so anyway my spirit belongs to me and i can i can and i do have free will to do whatever i want with my spirit and this is what i'm learning about even other dimensions even if i wanted to i could put an end to my spirit i can't kill my spirit my spirit is eternal but i can stop it working right and this is and and from our spirit comes blood so a living creature once the spirit begins to once the spirit begins to form within the cell division stage uh, and I have to talk about this in terms of Eden not here because here they've trapped our spirit so in Eden when when the cells were splitting and it was the spirit that decided the, that the the spirit form of that creature because we all exist within the spirit in the 12th dimension but we're not physical when we when it was that we were to become physical we we descended from the 12th to the 5th dimension in in my case in human's case and in, in what i'm talking about in context to me i descended from the 12th in where i existed sort of not not conscious but i was within the mind of the spirit at the time and then it was the will of the spirit and i believe my own free will to come and be born in the fifth dimension and i was and <clears throat> when when our spirit descends into the cells of you know your mother and father and the the egg and the sperm have met um, and the cells divide and at, at the point where blood begins that's the point where the spirit entered into this and our blood is a product that materializes from our spirit right so they're like interconnected you can't have blood without a spirit and the spirit can only this like blood by default blood appears because the spirit is there and these beings wanted to um they weren't human these are the tall whites there was a there was a few of them from the 12th dimension that had descended down like adam and eve the ones that were as par i don't want to say powerful because the ones were that were as knowledgeable and as yeah knowledgeable supernaturally knowledgeable way more advanced than the lower dimensions they descended to um the fifth dimension the same way adam and eve did they had existed in every other dimension um like adam and eve and had children and kept ascending and eventually came to the fifth so these particular beings were extremely 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 intelligent and more so than uh, the tall whites that they gave birth to in the fifth dimension so the the children that they had in the fifth dimension were extremely intelligent but they weren't like their mom and dad 
okay? They weren't like their divine mother and father. And their divine mother and father, um, and with other dimensional beings from higher dimensions that were like them, the tall whites, there were some of them, of us. oh yeah, they, they were not only were they into technology, they were scientists. They are scientists. Like the tall whites are very much of a scientific nature. They, that is just the way they are. And like the children of Adam and Eve, yeah, there are scientists within the children of Adam and Eve, but we're more like creators, we're divine creators. And yeah, there are very creative tall whites, but they're, they like pre, they're, predisposed to just being like of a very 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 hyper scientific nature and mind with total absolute free will now there was a a group of them within their conversations and talking together they felt that they did not have absolute free will they felt that they could not they and this is with full knowledge they knew that they well they knew that they had free will but they knew that they also existed because of this the that they were connected to source and through their spirit their own spirit and they decided that that was not maybe free enough and maybe it was they wanted to know absolute freedom from the spirit and they knew also that that they could they figured out a way to still exist uh separate from the spirit but without being dead and they figured out that in order to do that, they would have to say like, um, they would have to run their battery out, which is the spirit, right? The life force within them. They would have to run that life force out of them so that it would stop working so that the spirit, the life force within them would just kind of like stop, go into stasis or sort of end. But they can't kill it, you see, because it's eternal. They can't kill themselves. They can't die. Because now we're, in, we're talking about 5D here. We're talking about before death exists. So they came to understand that... And by the way, when I'm asking, was were they evil at this stage? This, the confirmations were that, no, they weren't evil. They had the absolute freedom to think like this and to talk like this. But nothing had materialized or they hadn't done anything that would have been considered unholy for instance they had this freedom to talk like this think like this and then I asked well did they not ask the spirit like if what they were doing could harm them or hurt them and the spirit that what the feedback I get is no that that none of them ever once went to to the living spirit to to address this or talk about it they sort of talked amongst themselves about this and the spirit was aware of it and when I said well why didn't the spirit like is it did, did the spirit want to go and talk to them about it and the spirit would or the confirmation would be yes and I would just sort of work around the questions and say well like why why didn't you you know why why didn't you holy spirit go to these your children and and talk to them about the consequences of what would happen and what I understand is that that is the spirit cannot do this because that would be manipulation that would be interfering and we must of our own free will only ever approach the spirit the spirit will never approach us because it would be it wouldn't be free will if the spirit comes to us to tell us anything or i don't know if that makes sense but it makes sense to me that the spirit cannot just sort of say hey listen you know you can't do this or if you do this that that then takes away the free will of that individual from thinking for themselves and doing what they want to do um, but the spirit uh, I'll get on to how the how the will of the spirit is being done 
on earth here um, in a moment and how it is that 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 is the case considering none of us are really hearing from the spirit right we're not hearing or getting sort of like Jessica uh, this is what I'm planning to do today so continuing on they they decided that they wanted to a group of them um, from what I understand about half a million wanted to uh, and I guess the way I understand it is so obsessively scientific they wanted to separate themselves from the spirit and still exist and that would be self-exist without the spirit so that they would have absolute free will and absolute self-existence without the spirit and this was not evil to think like this at this point there was nothing evil about thinking like this so they um they left they left Lemuria which is where most of us were born in 5D or excuse me in Eden and Eden is the entire the entire realm of the spirit okay and there are regions in Eden and one of these regions is Lemuria and they left Lemuria and there are many kingdoms in Lemuria um, and the main kingdom is the kingdom of Lemuria within Lemuria and then there's other kingdoms I believe and there's no government and there's no authority per se it's the kingdoms are for the people I'm rambling again but the castles exist many castles and palaces and they're for the people within the kingdom to enjoy to go to and have picnics at and play with their children and paint pictures and have art exhibitions and make pottery and make that's what palaces and kingdoms are for are for the people to have festivals and celebrations it belongs to the people anyway so they left Lemuria and they descended because as I understand it earth is like I don't know let's say hundreds and thousands of miles from Lemuria it's in another region of Eden and it's within like a valley and there weren't people living here at the time there weren't divine beings living in earth at the time it was completely it was full of creatures and animals and beauty and it was part of 5D but the children of Adam and Eve they weren't living there it was completely I was going to say humanless or no people no, no tall whites so they descended there and Beyond Earth was Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, all these other regions as well. Uh, in this low, low valley, like this deep, low valley. Huge. And they went there and they took with them all their scientific, super hyper technology with them, which it was theirs to take. They weren't stealing. They took it with them. They had the freedom to go. They weren't fleeing. They, were, they didn't fled. They, were, they hadn't done anything evil. They were leaving <clears throat> of their own free will and they they descended to earth and they this is where they uh this is when it happened the age of evil began and what they discovered was that they had to drain their blood basically they had to drain all the blood out of their body and blood our, our consciousness is within our blood and our spirit okay like there is absolute unity within our spirit and our blood they're they're like they, they as i understand it they are inseparable but they are they the these tall whites separated but they are inseparable and our consciousness flows through our blood and is within our spirit right and what they did was they they through their technology um they drained their blood each and every one of them, half a million of them, drained all their blood. And they kept draining and draining and draining and draining their blood. So much so 
that their life force hadn't enough life force because it became weaker and weaker and weaker. So the ability to create more blood, to replace the blood that was being drained, um, became less and less and less. And eventually they drained so so much of their blood out of their organs, out of their uh, cells, out of their bones, out of their brain, everywhere, every conceivable part of that body was drained of blood. You got to remember, we're not in earth here and we're not like where death exists. So these, these tall whites were still existing. And what happened was their spirit just stopped. It didn't die. It just stopped it just stopped. It's like it just went into it like a shutdown. And the only being that had the will, the free will to make their heart start again was the being whose heart, or not heart, whose spirit stopped. So it was the only, the, the only way that spirit could start um, making blood again is by the free will of the being whose spirit it was. And none of them wanted to. None of them asked the spirit to help them or to restore them. None. They wanted this completely and utterly. They didn't stop. It was unrelenting. Like they just did not stop. And they stored their jar. They stored their blood. They had this plan. They had a plan. They stored their blood in these containers that were impenetrable. As far as I understand that these containers kept their blood absolutely pure and uncontaminated, untouched, and and protected scientifically, supernaturally protected against any of the elements, like impenetrable. And this is where we get the name the pure bloods, right? Now when their blood uh, when their blood was every the last drop of it was um, drained from a being, one of these beings <clears throat> and no more blood was being made within them right well actually I have to rewind a bit the moment that they they, the first drop was spilled the the very instant their skin was uh, cut in some way to drain the blood was the very instant the divine the living spirit placed a dome over the earth and all those regions I mentioned Mars, Jupiter, Venus, whatever Right, placed a dome, a supernatural divine dome straight over separating the rest of Eden from this area where they were and withdrew the ether so that they could never ever ever use ether again um, and so beneath the dome was like I suppose like 5D it still looked beautiful, was heavenly but there was no ether and they were separated, completely separated. Not only were their spirits separated from the spirit, the source, but they were physically now separated. And at this, this was the beginning of evil. This was the beginning of unholiness. This was the beginning of separate separation of the from spirit by their own free will. Um, so their blood was stored and their blood is their consciousness. It is them, right? And as long as that blood existed, they existed within their body consciously. I don't know if the, it's hard for me to understand, but this is what I understand with the with the dousing. And I will come back to it if I have the incorrect way of understanding it. I will come back because 
this isn't my imagination this is kind of like this is what I'm finding out so the, the blood was stored for each and every one of them individually so you could say that that blood was their lifeline like if their spirit was now turned off they I asked if at any point if they turned to the spirit and just said spirit please help me I've messed up I I thought I was doing something and I don't want to do this anymore would the spirit have rescued and helped them and every time I've asked that the spirit said yes and then I would say did any of them did one of them was there even the tiniest bit of like I want to I want to go back to the way and the spirit would say no that this, this was absolutely what they were fully aware of what they were doing they were fully knowledgeable about what they were doing and they were doing it they weren't going to end they, this is what they wanted and this was their free will and the spirit could not interfere with this this was their free will so they stored their blood and that was all the blood that they ever had that was theirs and it was now uh, for them their life their consciousness in a way it kept them kept their consciousness going but it was outside of their bodies and their bodies were decrepit withered weak barely able to move I suppose hideous really ugly really 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 ugly and hideous vile looking apparently and the um they understood they absolutely understood that in order to re- revive themselves and rejuvenate themselves and retain their youth and their beauty, right? In order to get that back, they would need they would need blood. And they knew this before. They knew all of this before they were doing. This wasn't like oh, and now we need this. And now they they knew exactly what they were doing the before, the middle, and the after. So they knew that they would have to drain the blood of the creatures around them to sustain themselves. And that's exactly what they did. And this is where death, the beginning of death happened. And they and death does exist in in the sense that it can be done. And it was done by these beings. But in when we return to the divine, when we re- return to 5D, death will never, ever, ever happen again. <clears throat> death and evil will never, ever happen again. And that's not because it can't happen. Because we all have free will. <clears throat> we all still have free will. There, there, it is possible, say, it, it, we all have the ability to stop our spirit if we wanted to, drain our blood if we wanted to. We all have the ability to do this, even in 5D. The, the, thing, the difference was that no, nobody wants to. Nobody has a will to. Um, because we're just, this happened once and it'll never happen again. This is what I've asked over and over again. Will this ever, ever, ever happen again? And every time, this, this is the response I get, will never, ever, ever happen again. So I, I'm saying, and my question was, I said, but I hear this, but I don't know this. And I would say, Spirit, do you know this will never happen again? And the confirmation is, yes, the spirit knows this will never, ever happen again. And I'm going, well, do you just think it'll never happen again? Or do you know? And the spirit goes, I, you know, the, it, the spirit doesn't speak to me. It goes, yes or no. Anyway, um, so as I understand it, we have free will to end our spirit if we wanted to. Or, you know, turn it off, I suppose. Turn it off and drain our blood or whatever. But we don't. And so... What they did was they drained the life force blood out of animals. So they would 
I suppose, slit the throat uh, and drink the blood, literally, right? Um, while the animal is dying so that the blood is still really potent. The blood is really potent because it's still living, if you know what I mean. And this would instantly rejuvenate and revive these beings because when I asked the spirit, are they still the tall whites? Are they still divine? And the spirit goes at this point, no, they're called entities. And um, they revive themselves. So they're living off the blood of these creatures. So this is where the origin, the story of the vampires come from. Um, and this is how the, the beginning of these entities, the beginning of the vampires. And uh, their blood in the containers, that was another thing, their blood in the containers. When the spirit ended, when the spirit like went into stasis or whatever it did, because it's not dead, uh, the stored blood uh, turned a very, very dark, dark blue. And this is where this like blue bloods come from and the vampires and the pure bloods. This is where this come from. This is the origin of this. And they they drained the blood of the creatures all around them. And that gave them their energy. Uh, and, you know, they they re- basically... Uh, when, the, when the spirit ended in them, they became absolute darkness and absolute psychopathy. They were complete and utter psychopaths in an instant. So this is the how evil entered into reality and how uh, into 5D reality, right? Without got to remember this is still 5D reality. 3D doesn't exist yet. And this is the beginning of death. They killed the first creatures. They drained their blood and the spirit re- of the creature returned to the spirit and the spirit would bring them forth again to exist again in another way. But this is what went on. I think I'm going to stop here and I'll continue. I'll see what feedback I get from this because I really want to, I really, I really would love to hear from, I just want to, I actually get emotional because I'm completely alone with this information. And when I share it on, um, at One Irish Patriot on Gab, I don't know, I, I think I disturb a lot of people with this. I think I make people feel very uncomfortable with this and I just, I'm very alone. I've got nobody to talk to about this. Nobody at all. And I, and I feel that there's something about what I'm talking about. Well, first of all, it's giving me an answer for what vampires and all of that, where that comes from. It gives me an answer about the blue bloods and the pure bloods and all this kind of stuff. And for me, it is very, very logical and reasonable to consider from a supernatural point of view, okay? Obviously obviously not from a regular day-to-day point of view I'm talking about things I don't know I'm trying to find out about what's going on and this is information I'm getting that is not from me it isn't so you can say what you like about this you're not hurting me you're not offending me you can't because I'm as flabbergasted by the information as anyone else and you know what if if it is just incredulous if it is just like absolutely outrageous and ridiculous try it Grab a pendulum, make it yourself. You don't even have to buy one. You can get a rock on the road and tie a little bit of twine around it and hold it between your fingers. And you can start asking and find out for yourself what what in the world is going on. And you know what? I think speaking from, say, like a spiritual point of view, the all the, the creator, the divine creator who loves each and every one of us so utterly and completely, wouldn't they... Um, 
I don't know. Why wouldn't they, if there's a way to communicate and hear from the spirit? Why not? Anyway, look, I'm going to leave it as is. I'm going to see what the feedback is. And I'm going to add some music to this. And I would love to hear if you have questions. And I'll pick up from the next, from where we are um, and continue. And just, um, yeah, uh, I'd love to hear your feedback. And just thank you very, very much if you listen to this. Um, Gosh, wow, I don't think anyone really 48 minutes and counting we'll see thank you very much okay uh i'm going now thanks <laughs>